Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Here's Ulami. The show. The show. Getting at the show. Yeah, eat my shorts. What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? Cash money for a picture of Spider-Man. Guys, we fucking made it. Guys, we're here who we are at the end of the year. Well, Welcome back. At the beginning Welcome of one year. back. But the end of our year. This is Who Watches the Watchers? My name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And for the last time <laughs> this year... <laughs> Yeah. This is Kenny. <laughs> and this is going to be the last time you'll hear Paul Damien. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to miss you, bud. We're yeah. going yeah. to transmute you in the transmutifier. Mm-hmm. You're going to come back as a vape. I'm going to Xandar. Xandar <laughs> uh, 5. Xandar. I thought I was going to Xandar 6. So I know over viewers who didn't know, uh, every year we're going to murder the Paul Damien we currently have and then use one of his clones we have on stock to just replace him. So we get a slightly different personality every time. It's going to keep the podcast fresh. It's going to keep it, you know, keep Mm -hmm. it going, you know? Yeah. So we're going to, it's going to be interesting to see what the next one likes. You know, I think he's going to love shitty CGI, like we said, and, uh, you know, really, uh appreciate uh i'm not the fun one <laughs> <laughs> you're the, you you are our first mistake yeah, so you, <laughs> you guys are in for a trip when my when my uh i guess i guess he's not really my friend when when he comes along yeah yeah i can't wait to meet him uh but thank you guys for being here this is our end of year review this yeah. is going to be kind of like our it's going to be like our ranking system yeah. of of mm. what we've kind of given the movies and comics we've been reading and watching uh, all season long. And um, I wanted to pitch this idea because I kind of pitched it in the group chat. Yeah. But um, I'm, I don't want to do best supporting actors and all those like Oscar roles. Because it'd be too, right. too, we could all come up with too many different answers. Exactly. That's my main worry for that. But I like the idea of call, calling this the, the watchies. The watchies. Yeah. It's <laughs> our little end of your review. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll do a bronze watchie, a silver watchie. And a gold watchie. It sounds gold like, like we're, I want we're, some watchies. It's like we're flamboyant yeah. about our wristwear. <laughs> hey, you got a new watchie. Yeah. <laughs> These Rolexes this year's guys. Yeah. They're in it for the watchies, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the format that I want to try and do is we we each picked our top three comic books and our top right. three movies. Mm-hmm. And I want to do it uh, like in a pattern. Yeah. One movie or one comic, one movie, one comic, one movie, so on and so forth. You, I read the rubric. Yeah. You did re- read yeah. the rubric, the yeah. Stanley rubric. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I'm going to go ahead and volunteer to go first. Let's yeah. go ahead and kick this off. Okay. I'm going to start with my third place comic that we covered this year. Oh, shit. You're going to drop my soda. <laughs> and my third place comic goes to The Ballad of Beta Ray Bill. Dang! Um, I wasn't here for that one. You yeah. were not here for yeah. this one, and so this is this goes back to Walt Simonson. This goes back to his his intro mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. Thor and the creation of Beta Ray Bill, as obviously subsequent. Um, this this is one of my favorite comics that we read this year because I hadn't experienced this comic before. I hadn't experienced Walt Walter Simonson before. In mm-hmm. fact, um, I'd always been very aware of his art because it's on mugs and T-shirts mm-hmm. and everything as all the time, iconic as it gets. Yeah, yeah. and so. Um, Loving Beta Ray Bill in the modern sense, it was great being able to read his intro into the Marvel Universe and 
have it be as timeless as, as it kind of was. And the art is phenomenal. Like the whole the whole intro where uh, Shield basically abducts Donald Blake yeah. is some some beautiful fucking art where he's just in a park. I, I don't know. I, I just really love this book and I love uh, Beta Ray Bill. And so that's why this book gets my third place yeah no definitely i mean it, it was awesome. a great read and we we both have such a heavy heart for uh there you know, is. our boy yeah. our boy bill you yeah. know just over there being his beautiful horse face that he is so <laughs> yeah. no i definitely uh <laughs> it fell into my honorable mentions for sure yeah the pretty much all the thor kind of books that we read and so one of the running themes i wanted to do was try to like choose stuff that i hadn't been exposed to yeah. as like mm. my kind of top contenders um and so my number three well what i was gonna laugh at is another running theme unfortunately is that all of at least my comic books because there's nothing you were here for (laughs) (laughs) and so my number three is actually little bird Uh, um because that fucking i mean i i literally ran to the store and bought my own copy of the book because i fucking loved this so much when we read it i mean ian bertram and darcy van poltergeist are geese you know yeah i thought just fucking knocked it out of the park it's such a gorgeous contained story um i was really blown away by it and if anything feel a little shame giving it only my number three spot because it really oh. was something you know <laughs> special special that uh, i got out of this year and so i loved it and it's something i will probably let you borrow because it really Sweet. is a, a, a short easy read and but is fantastic and the action all the, i was like all the action and stoicism you want in something like that you know i actually so. want to borrow both of those yeah we, yeah <laughs> mine's sitting on the shelf right there <laughs> all the stuff Fuck we yeah. did before you yeah you're yeah. happy to you know enjoy um. But that's funny because there's a small theme with my comics, my top three comics, um, is and that's that they're indie comics. Oh. Um, so my number three spot is actually Ice Cream Man. Oh. I hey, really, hey. really liked Ice Cream Man. Yeah. You know, just the whole just kind of it feeling that you yeah. get from it. It really helped me dive into it. And it's just unique and something that we really didn't touch on. Something... A, a style we didn't really touch on yes. the whole time, other time that we've been doing comics. That's know? very true. That's so very true. It was, yeah. it really stood out from everything else that we've read. This was you so. while reading Ice Cream Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Every page just. Uh. <laughs> and you're right. It was something that was very uh, different. You know, we mm. didn't delve too much into the horror comics as much, even when we were in the kind of Halloween season or the ones we did were a little bit more like a. Uh, metaphysical of where right. obviously ice cream man was about as physical and like in your face horror as it could kind of get so yeah. uh it was definitely i mean something i really enjoyed reading and would like to get back to you know at some point this yeah, year yeah, now that it's because it's definitely still rolling out so. especially because ice cream man isn't so so much of an action kind of story mm-hmm. you know um the the great thing about all three of these books that we've mentioned right mm-hmm. here in this third place spot is they would all be beautifully um adapted Definitely. And we talked about that in kind of each of the episodes. I think Little Bird would be a fucking brilliant anime, especially out of like oh, yeah. uh, the style akin towards uh, Akira, which probably heavily inspired Little Bird. I think that would be so sick. And then same thing with um, Ice Cream Man. So many of those issues could be easily adapted in uh, live live action. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's that one film that uh, kind of reminded me of Ice Cream Man. Um, oh, I can't remember. Was it Candy Show? Man? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's um, it's a, yeah. it's a movie about the this couple that's trying to find a home. Vib, vib, something oh, like that. The, the v- one with Jesse Vivarium. Eisenberg. Vivarium. Oh, yeah. is that like Jesse that. Eisenberg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and it's, is that recent? It's uh, kind of, kind of like within the past couple of years. Um, but it's a pretty trippy film, Interesting. and it it gives me Ice Cream Man vibes. 
Have bananas all over the floor. It's just trippy, <laughs> yeah. trippy, bro. You're just tripping all over the place. <laughs> Diddy Everywhere. Kong's been here. Um, <laughs> no, it was oh. the, there was a Mario race that went by. <laughs> so long, gay Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. All three. I love all three of our books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ice Cream Man Sweet. was a brilliant <laughs> trip. Um, and Little Bird, I just, it, I can't wait for uh, what is it? What's the new one that's coming out? It's like metal, strange metal. It's not strange metal. No, yeah, yeah. it's something similar to that. It, yeah. They've referenced it in the in the book. In the but book, precious metal. Precious metal. Yeah. There you okay. go. I can't wait until the the second saga of I Little agree. Bird. I agree. And I mean, the Ballad of Beta Ray Bill, man. You, we couldn't have asked for a better origin story for a character we already love so much. We yeah. basically made sure that the the heartfelt and the brotherly love between him and Thor just really gets laid on yeah. super thick Ooh. from the beginning so that anytime we see him from then on out, it's like, oh, these boys are, are bros. These are these are homies <laughs> for life. These are Talk ride or dies. Homies, yeah. homies. So um, it, was a, it was a really exciting read. you know. I, I love ICP. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and I'm glad we did, um, you know, the... Spell I-cup. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm glad we did Unworthy Thor alongside yes. with it to yeah. give us that real full then and now feeling of those two characters. So I think we were smart. And giving us a little bit more emotional feel when you yes. came to reading it too. So, yeah. which that's another book that you should definitely read, Paul. Dini. Yeah, I think I've asked you to give that to me before, <laughs> and you did, and I didn't read it. And so, uh, <laughs> to look back yeah. over our year, we started so strong. We like did. so many of our early books were stuff that I'm like, "Fuck, that was some that was that was some of the best shit we did." You yeah. know, like right out the gate, we picked some of some fantastic books to read, and so it really was. Uh, hard for me to make these lists for that very reason you know that yeah. uh, we, we had some good shit on there man well i'm getting better at reading yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're getting better at finishing the book there you go <laughs> um no yeah i mean you said that you set up a rule for yours which mm-hmm. is kind of stuff that you hadn't experienced previous to the show mm-hmm. and that's my that's an ongoing thing and that's why star lord didn't make my third spot here because Got i just you. love Chip Zdarsky's Star Lord. I'm mm. already throwing in an honorable mention. <laughs> I just love that book right. so much, and I, it was it kind of pained me to edge it out. But it it went to a very very worthy spot, being uh, Beta Ray Bill. Um, let's talk about our third spot movies. Movies. Movie. I went first last time. Who wants to go first? This All right, time? so I'll um, go first this time. Okay, okay. If that's okay, and that's it's because fine. we just talked about our running theme of it being things we hadn't experienced before, and unfortunately, my third movie slot is the only thing that uh, broke that rule. Okay. And it's Uh-oh. because seriously, looking through the movies, I had a fuck of a time making the list mm-hmm. comics was hard movies was fucking impossible for me <laughs> and so i really had to sit there and be like fuck which of these movies like reading the titles over and over again which really stand out to me which ones are my brain just getting stuck on and so my third movie is actually annihilation which okay. was also once again before your time yeah. i was but i almost watched it this weekend i i, I, I should have should have watch it because <laughs> seriously i don't think i can get enough of that movie in a way it, it's such a beautiful adaptation of the book it's even from which was taking Mm. something that is it's nothing alike really but really expanding on the simple ideology it got from it but in such a gorgeous way i mean i think that movie is probably one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen and mixed with its score and a perfectly sound acting cast and visual visuals i mean pretty brilliant throughout it's it's seriously something i will probably continue to watch the rest of my life so i mean just of all the things we watched it really it it grabbed that number three spot for me so it's the only thing on any of my lists that i had already experienced previously previously to it but it's it's a fucking good one so i can't even think who directed it but uh um fucking good job bud (laughs) great job it was uh Uh, i know 
It's not good job. <laughs> um, it was uh, fuck. What is his name? That's what I'm blanking on too. It was Alex Garland. Garland, yes. Good job, did, Alex. Uh, Ex Machina. There you go. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. Uh, do you want to go for your third spot? Paul yeah, no, me? I'll go for my third spot. Um, my number three movie is Memories of Murder. Dude. Dang. So I absolutely love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hard time watching uh movies with subtitles sometimes yeah because i just focus on reading mm-hmm. um even though like i can totally pay attention to what's going on but i just focus on reading and then i kind of get lost in it and it goes i guess since i'm reading it one in one eye and out the other you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> um, but so it's hard to like maintain yes mm-hmm. but memories of murder does a really good job with just keeping you in the film and overall, just a great story, and I, I loved it. So yeah. that's my n- number three. Yeah, I love that movie dearly, and you will see it on my list. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is not my three spot. Okay. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, is it my three spot? No, I had to go look. It's not. Um, yeah, no, Memories of Murder is phenomenal. I will talk more on it when I get there. Um, my three spot goes to Knives Out. Dang. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, this hmm. movie blew my mind, and it's because... Sometimes you hear the hype about something and you are like, it, it, it taints the film. You know, it, it ruins the, your own personal hype for it because you're like, um, it, it almost feels like engineered, socially engineered where everyone is like, oh, everyone's hooting and hollering about this. I also have to. Right. Yeah. And so it just felt too heightened knives out for me. Cause I, I would go on Twitter and I would just see the, the raving about it. And the knives are out on this one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it almost felt like maybe it was because I I really loved The Last Jedi a lot. That that was one of my favorite Star Wars movies of all time. And that's that's something that's kind of controversial. And it almost felt like people and maybe I was reading too much into it, but it felt like people were saying like, hey, Ryan Johnson's good. But over here, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, look at how good he is when he's not touching Star Wars. And so it kind of... It's like them trying to sweep Star I, Wars I, under the rug and be like, but look what he can really do. Yeah. I understand that because one of my favorite Star Wars movies is probably one of the most hated Star Wars movies. Phantom Which Menace? one? Phantom Menace. Wow. And But I love it so much because I, I grew up with that movie yeah. as a kid and I had True. it on VHS and I would play it all the time. So <laughs> I'd argue the Clone Wars is the worst Star Wars. Star Wars movies out of the nine, you know. I, I so. wouldn't agree with that one. Clone Fair Wars enough. is, uh, or is it? Cl- yeah, I, just because I hate Wars. sand, you know. <laughs> it's rough. It gets all over the place. The only Damn thing it. about that movie that's kind of redeemable sand. is like some of the action. Yeah, yeah, like the the final fight scene, basically, well, and also the opening scene is pretty neat, where they're like falling through. It's oh, very yeah. uh, Inkle. There's yeah. literally an Inkle scene in the in fucking Yodorowsky's book where it's literally a guy falling through like a cloud city type of shit, you know? Uh, but cool. yeah, no, uh, fucking um, Ryan Johnson doing Knives Out. Mm-hmm. We, we happen to dance a million miles away from Knives <laughs> Out. Um, this movie just really- We went to a mind. galaxy far, yeah. far away. Exactly. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And so it. I once I finally sat down and watched it, it really did blow my mind, especially because I already knew who'd done it. Yeah. You know? And it's that- aspect of it oh did you pinch yourself it's no that my a- thumb still hurts it's that, that aspect of it that took me watching it a couple of times to really appreciate that film you know and so i yeah we all ended up giving it pretty some great ratings but it i will say it took me a couple of times to appreciate that movie for what mm-hmm. it was because yeah that's uh 
it's a quirky one yeah you it's know quirky, for sure yeah. but i definitely uh can i mean appreciate the fucking outrageous acting and cast that we get in it and the fact that a movie that can give you who done it so early on but still give you like so much more after the fact is a brilliant design yeah for sure for so. sure um and so that's why it's my number three Dang. um paul damien mm, you haven't gone yes. first yet Oh, okay. Do you want to do your second comic, your number two? Yeah, so... Your, your silver watchy. Yeah, there you go. My silver watchy. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to give my silver watchy to another indie comic, um, Once in Future. Okay. Fuck so yeah. I really loved the Arthurian mm-hmm. lore. I love all sorts of lore like that. Yeah. And um, just them seeing them touch like other mythologies and stuff like that just really drove it home for me so i really want to read more of this i know we're going to get back into it yeah so i'm trying to stop myself from just going out and getting this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, hopefully we get to it sooner hold, rather than hold later. your load on that one yeah, buddy. i'll try i'll try we're so used to blowing our lower load willy-nilly uh, but yeah no i agree once in future blew my mind too because mm. it was um, I'd always known how great uh, the art was in it by Dan Mora. Yes, and I was like, "Fuck, I can't wait to get there." Because I'd read, I'd read, I'd read, read, uh, <laughs> Gra- Gra- yeah, I'd read that. I'd read. Uh, you read it. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I readed Grant Morrison's uh, <laughs> Claws previously, yeah. which is all about young Santa Claus, and Dan Moore's art is so mind-blowingly good in that book, I was so excited to read this book. Nice. And Kieran Gillen's economics of storytelling in Once and Future is some of the best shit. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's fucking dope. I love Once and Future. We need to read more. We do need to we read more. Hurry up. Um, <laughs> should I go Yeah, next? go ahead. Okay. For your silver comic watchy. My number two spot, my silver watchy, goes to Akira. Oh, okay. okay. You and me both. Let's oh. just go right into it. Okay. So both of our silver watches, me and Ian's, go to Akira. Yeah. And which is... I didn't read it, so yeah, I... Yeah. You could have. You didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, this book is unbelievable. This tome. And, and I think that that speaks to why it got the second spot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think if... Because there is some economics of storytelling that suffer in this book where there is a lot of redundancies there's a lot of characters that you need to juggle but akira is so phenomenal even still that it it it's one of the best books i've read this year and we read plenty of books this year Mm -hmm. you know out of this is our 72nd episode out of 72 episodes most of them are comic book episodes so that's roughly thinking like over 35 30 30 30, yeah pushing 40 books we've read yeah akira it it rises to the top it's it's fucking i've cried a thousand times i'm gonna cry some more (laughs) it it's the cream of the crop and the thing is, is it is it's set a tone it and it's the movie that it go along with it to where I will never be able to experience anything else ever again and not think of it. And that yes. is just speaking such a volumes to what is truly the iconic mix that is Akira, you know, yeah. like and it was such a fantastic read. I think maybe we love it so much because it was so much for us to experience too you yeah. know i mean it was an entire world that kind of delve in for us for a little while and i just you're right it's it doesn't always perfectly land but it's like one of those things you love it for its faults and you love it for its the things it gets right you know yeah. and so much of the art and so much of the storytelling was so fantastic throughout it that in spite of being so long i mean we burned through it in a short amount of time because it's such a page turning beautiful yeah. manga that has such a great story 
to get across you know yeah it's one of those things it's like you know my whole point with there will be blood if you can get me to give a shit about characters that i would not want to in any other given situation to such a degree you've done phenomenal storytelling and yep. that's fucking akita you know who i don't like biker bros i want to watch a bunch of jerks riding <laughs> motorcycles stop bro <laughs> so but i do when they're fucking in akita bro so <laughs> number two bro silver watchy yeah uh thank you otomo for this beautiful wonderful book i you know everyone holds the movie at such a standard it's difficult to break the idea of ever adapting the comic again and i think that the comic deserves to be adapted again and i i've thought about it since our episode Mm because in the episode i thought how great would it be if we did three huge Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings style movies about Akira? That'd be cool. It would be sick. And yeah. necessary. Funny. But why not? It, it would be so easy to just do a new anime for it. A like new give it anime a- episodical. series. Yeah. Exactly. And so I could see this being a 28 episode series and being confined to just those 28 episodes. And that's all you need. You know? I you know, agree. And with how much they're revamping old animes... Um, making them live action and just completely ruining everything I love and hold dear. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not do it? Right. Yeah. Why not re it? That's my only worry. <laughs> think about all how all the so much of it is vehicle driven. We're gonna get nothing yeah. but those goddamn gross ass CGI motorcycles <laughs> the whole time. Oh my god, fucking well, CGI. So that's another thing. If <laughs> if they were to bullshit. to tra- try and and quell the the uprising of people being like yeah but look at the the amount of cells that each fucking scene or each second gets in the original film they would have to respond in kind with something animation that is um i I guess in par yeah greater or yeah or equal to or greater than (laughs) exactly and so I, i i think that that would be it wouldn't be a problem. There's always going to be someone out there, no matter how good it is, that's going to dislike it and have something bad to say. So I, I honestly feel like they should, if they want to go for it, they should just go for it. I think it would be cool. But, you know, I get Cowboy Bebop vibes with everything now. Oh, whenever you hear, oh, this is being made live action or being yes. remade at all, you're like, well, fuck, Netflix better... Because they're you know they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's either Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely, it's Netflix. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> um, are we doing our third movie now? All right, we're going oh, to our second movie. Second, second movie, movie, yeah. That's yeah. right. All right, so I will start off my second movie, if that's okay. Yeah. Which So the Silver Watchy for movies goes to Paul Damien's Bronze for movies, which is Memories of a Murder. Oh, yeah. okay. So I, same same thing you're kind of going on. You Mine know? too. Same with you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, <laughs> birds of a feather, bro. Well, right here. Number twos <laughs> for comics and movie are identical. Yeah, uh, Memories of Murder is my Silver Watchy. And I definitely think it belongs in that place for so many reasons and being exactly something that completely flipped the script on me partway through, even on how I felt about it. Because, you know, when I talk about it on our episode, I watched the beginning of that movie like three times before I was able to actually sit down and commit to it. And I was like, oh, no, this movie's (laughs) not going to be good. And here it is now being in my second slot for one of the best movies we fucking watched this year. And I genuinely mean that. You're right. That movie draws you in. And in spite of having to be read the entire time, you you're so invested into it. You, right. you're, I mean, you just want to know what's going to happen. You want to know what's going on. And so much of the scenery and the visuals of it are so gorgeous that it just stands out as the same thing. Such an iconic piece, you know, right. it's like something that we will see a picture, you know, on a wall, a picture of the train 
shot and we'll yeah. in the you know from the tunnel we'll be like holy shit that's fucking memories of murder you yeah. know we'll never live the rest of our lives without recognizing the visuals from that movie and that's iconic you know i agree yeah memories of murder blew my fucking mind this movie is i think everyone should watch it especially Definitely. because parasite is so well known mm-hmm. now i think memories of murder is in par with Parasite. the better older brother really yeah, <laughs> for sure it's like it's like John Cusack to Will Wheaton yeah. from Stand By Me. To Joan Cusack. No, <laughs> Joan Cusack. <laughs> the, the two sacks. Um, no, but Memories of Murder fucking blew my mind. And pretty, pretty in, entry into it. Like, I, I, I'm fucking jumbling all my words. But uh, I gotta plant that egg, you know? <laughs> gotta plant, plant that, that egg. egg. Right. <laughs> um, I was, I was, I was invested. And you're right halfway through the movie it makes you reevaluate your investment mm-hmm. it's like a good stock yeah, I'm just yeah. <laughs> you're like oh i do this was a good idea <laughs> um but yeah uh paul damien why well, yeah i guess it goes right back to me right yeah, yeah. you're yeah. silver watchy um, boy so my silver watchy is actually shawshank redemption oh Dang. shit your highest ranked movie of this it's year got yes. second place <laughs> so we'll talk about that later okay um, so shawshank redemption yeah um honestly again we'll talk about it later but honestly the best movie like that we watched this year technically um, uh, like acting wise everything about the film i i would say that this film is pretty much perfect um i absolutely loved it there's a lot in it that it's it's hard to talk about you Mm. know and um because it's it's so huge yes at the same time you can't look at every corner and explain it the best yeah there's so much depth to this movie and there's so much so many different aspects (laughs) yeah so i just i love this movie for getting all these things and putting it all in one, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to tell a beautiful story, you know, just from start to finish, you're enthralled the entire time and you want to know what happens, you know. So I just love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. They did a perfect adaptation for this. This, uh, this There's something weird about Darabont's movies mm-hmm. where they feel like feel-good movies that are also a series pre-binge-watching series, mm-hmm. you know. And it it's like there's so much build and payoff so economically placed within both Shawshank and the Green Mile that they just feel like like great being to experiencing it like in order you know I don't know it's just yeah you're right Shawshank is shamelessly not on my list and it is in my honorable mentions yeah same (laughs) but I agree with you this movie is maybe technically the best movie we watched this movie this mm-hmm. this this season. That it that doesn't mean it's my favorite, exactly. right? You know, mm-hmm. um, but I I don't know. It's just Shawshank is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and that and that's the fact that like you just said, it's the best one, but not necessarily your favorite. That's the reason why it's my number two and not my number one. That's good. That's so. good. Uh, yeah, let's. Um, you want a br- quick break? Yeah, I figured we would take a quick break before we spill all of our beans. Oh, Before gosh. we jump into our gold, only well, we'll talk about some honorable. We'll talk about some more honorable mentions when we yes. come back, and then dive right into our our gold golden watches. watches. I only have a few more beans, guys. So <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we need to be sparing. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey guys, it's me, Flea, from Red Hot Chili Peppers. You guys may know me as that rad-ass dude on stage slapping that sopping wet, chunky-ass bass. But what you may not know about me is that I'm also an entrepreneur. That's right. I'm here to talk to you today about my brand new line of bidets. I'm a bidet man now, and you can be too. Have you ever had a big, sloppy shit after a long night of eating burritos? Well, now you can blast your ass with one of my Super Streamer 3000s. These puppies are soaked. I love getting my ass blasted by my uh, Super Streamer 3000. This uh, this this puppy is sure to crack down or get your crack nice and clean. Uh, I'm reading a script. I'm sorry. <laughs> so come on down to fleas, uh, fleasbidets.com, and why don't you just uh, hold on? The song hasn't gotten to the part yet. Just a couple more lyrics to go through. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Uh, hold on. We're getting there. Oh, here it is. Okay. Okay, ready? So you guys can come on down and get a bidet, get a bidet, get a bidet now. Get a bidet, get a bidet, get a bidet now. Get a bidet, get a bidet, get a bidet now. Oh, oh, yeah, give it a bidet. Okay, all right. Thank you. That was nice. So we had, I think, according to these notes, we had an ad from Flea just now. Yeah. Uh, from Red Hot Chili Peppers. He, he must be, be really desperate to be uh, out there doing uh, he, ads I think and stuff now. I think yeah. it's a bidet he's selling. Oh, what is that? There's, I think, a I've had, water fountain. I've had a lot of ass. bad days. <laughs> a lot of bad. Uh, this least... is something French, I think. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I guess we'll just have to listen to it later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about some honorable mentions. Uh-oh. We're back. Oh, shit. I keep putting my thing down. I don't want to read it. Oh, I'm not going to read it. Don't read it. Okay. All right. I won't. Honorable mentions. Do you want to do comic books first? Yeah. Because gonna... I have a ton. Oh, you do? Okay. So I have my... one. You have one honorable. You you well, go first. I limited myself. Yeah. To only one <laughs> I couldn't minute. control myself. So <laughs> my uh, honorable mention for comic books is uh, something that's killing the children. Um, so I'm not going to lie. I thought that was going to be your number one. That's incredible. Really? Interesting. Yeah. So something is killing children. Um, so I wanted to mention it because I like Supernatural. Yeah. And this is basically like a Supernatural story. So how it's not your number one, we don't understand. Uh, <laughs> but if it had Master Chief in it, it would be exactly. your number one. Well, <laughs> and Batman. If it had Master Chief cooking a tuna steak while uh, <laughs> while chocolate lava cake was in the oven. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, I, Those I, are I all love Paul Damien's favorite. <laughs> yes, I love the idea of there being like a, a a group of people, like hunters, going around the country to fucking slaughtering monsters for yeah. people. I I've always loved that ever since watching Supernatural. I love that idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I mean, seeing this in a comic and it being way cooler than they can ever do in fucking Supernatural. Yeah, it just really drew me in, and so I recommend people read that comic. I agree. That's I. Uh, it's not on my honorable mentions. Nor but, mine. <laughs> but I do really love that book. What was your top honorable mention? I'm just curious. It, it was Star Lord. I did talk oh, on okay. it earlier. Right. Um, but I do have three others, okay. and I'm going to kind of just breeze through yeah, them. Just spit them out. It's uh, Sex Criminals, okay. Vision, and Barrier. Okay. All three of those okay. movies or good books, movies. <laughs> all three of those comics, I think, really push the envelope in very unique ways. Sex Criminals being 
very like kind of get you out of your comfort zone. Um, did I say sex criminals? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just making sure you're I'm smiling. smiling. You're beautiful. Yeah, okay. You're beautiful. You're so smiling. Gorgeous. Uh, Vision mm-hmm. being like fucking phenomenal storytelling, and then Barrier being such a fucking great use of um, the language barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and all three of those books, I think, are just stellar, in my opinion. So I guess I'll just go with my top three that I wrote down then, which, I mean, it, it was almost impossible. <laughs> go, you, exactly. can, you can breeze between, through all of them, but we'll just talk about all. the top okay, three. Okay, well, the top three, I mean, the first one I wrote down was Coda, which was very tough to not even put on my top three list because same thing. It was something that we read early on, and I just absolutely adored. And whether mm-hmm. we ever get more of it or not, it is a fucking badass story that just yeah. really rooms in that Tolkien-esque kind of like storytelling. Okay. Like It's like unhinged lord of the rings and in the best kind of way um so i really loved it but then uh right hand of doom hellboy oh, was something yeah. else that i you know just really enjoyed this year it, it, yeah. it's making it, it made me want more uh Magnola, you yeah, know and made sure. me really want to dive into more of the hellboy and then barrier yeah. was my third one too which i mean exactly the same thing i i loved everything we did this year that really exactly not only just pushed the envelope but pushed the uh the ideas of trying to do something creative and unique and in in ways that were very new and that was such a challenging thing for us to take on in a way but in the in the best kind of way that we got yeah. completely different experiences from it and that's kind of the point of all this you know is for us to really get these unique experiences through the things we're we're reading so but i mean i threw fucking both all the thor books we read on there uncanny x forces on here daredevil star lord i mean that we read so much fucking good shit this year it was fucking very hard for me to pick this top three so i mean it was it was a challenge there was a lot of a lot of greatness i don't know if based on just what Mm -hmm. i haven't mentioned you can guess what my number one is but i literally (laughs) still i'm racking my brain i was like i thought it was coda yeah (laughs) really yeah Um, it's all right. Honorable mentions for movies. For movies. Uh, who wants to go first this time? You said you uh, only have one, Paul. I guess, yeah, I can go first. Okay. Um, no, go ahead. I was thinking, God, you're restricted to one. That's incredible to me. Well, That's I, what I'm getting at. I'm just like, yeah, you, managed, no. you managed to only do one for each. <laughs> it was tough. Yeah. It really was. Um, but for this one, I actually chose a movie that um, you can't, you don't have to focus too much on. I chose a movie mm. that is kind of just you're in for the ride and you enjoy the fuck out of it. And that's, Can I guess? What, what is it? Inside Llewyn Davis. No, it's Snatch. Dang oh, it. that's such a good, that yeah, a good that's one. That's a good one, so, too. Fuck. So Snatch snatched is, it right out of you. is my honorable mention um, because I would love just anybody to watch it because anybody can watch it. I'm glad you like that movie a lot. Movies, yes, it's one of those movies that anybody could get into and just... Shut your brain off and enjoy. Well, and for me, that's such a bro movie. Like, I yeah. would love to just sit down and watch that movie with the two of y'all because it's something to, like, watch with a friend because it's <gasps> mm-hmm. you get so much more yeah. of a laugh out of it to have that person with you to be like, yo, what's this fucking part? Yeah. You know we mean? should do a commentary it, it for is, Snatch. Yeah, that's a... That sounds like fun. It's a, it's a great friend movie, and that's why I really do love that one. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, that's Snatch is great because you can clip so many different parts of that movie out of context and just show a friend on YouTube and... It's just brilliant to watch. But only friends on YouTube. <laughs> only Ross and Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my honorable mentions for movies. I have uh, The Deer Hunter, Inside Lewin Davis, The Suicide Squad, Let the Right One In, and The Shawshank Redemption. All Ooh. of those movies. Um, well, The Deer Hunter I'd seen before, and I just love that movie. It's, it's very dear to me. Um, <laughs> don't hunt it. Um, but inside Lewin Davis, uh, the Suicide Squad, let the right one in, and Shawshank Redemption. I feel like we're all surprises for me. Not so much Shawshank because everyone hoots and hollers about that all the time, but right. definitely Suicide Squad, let yeah. the right one in. 
uh, and Inside Lewin Davis. I, I just I knew that these were going to be great movies, um, but they they helped me uh, kind of break my idea of storytelling. Sometimes mm-hmm. they like delivered those, on another level. You exactly. Expect. Yeah. And so, uh, especially Suicide Squad, that was the biggest one where I'm like, uh, you were this, expecting nothing. And it's you got up everything. in the air. Yeah. yeah, and and it really. James Gunn really showed his chops there and and proved that he didn't have to make another Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 or Volume 1, yeah. technically, because Volume 2 is just Volume 1 again. Right. Um, extended. Yeah. <laughs> just extended footage. Yeah. Uh, your honorable mentions. All right. So, yeah, I'm just so curious what your goals are going to be for both things. So, my honorable mentions, I had to put what my highest ranked movie was, which is There Will Be Blood. Yeah. And it didn't take my goal, but I have to put it on there as one of my, obviously, my favorite I movies we watched this year. Goal. Yeah. I remember I wanted to try to go for things I hadn't experienced yeah. before. So, but even beyond that, I, as much as I do love that movie, there is a mix of like what is personally loved and what is like I loved from the masses. And right. I had to, I put these decisions somewhere kind of in between those two things. But a uh, perfect blue and paprika oh, honestly blew yeah. my mind for one same thing as Akira, just showing how much Fair older animation, anime stuff can really still be like so ridiculously iconic and, and have influential cre- today. Yeah. And created standards mm. for what is today's, yeah, an- uh, anime. Uh, but Evangelion, I wanted to throw on there just that kind of as a, a giant net too, because yeah. we experienced. It's, it's like the Akira thing, too. It's We experience so much yeah. to get through that, that it's something that will stick with me for the rest of my life. I, True. You know, like it will haunt me in ways that I never realized it would. So it has to kind of get mentioned in here yeah. somewhere that yeah. it was an iconic thing. Because it's not necessarily one movie <laughs> yeah. and it's not necessarily comics yeah. that we read. So, But yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was honorable to right. say the absolute <laughs> least. Um, but then I put Green Mile and Dune down on here as well Fuck because yeah. as, yeah. as amazing as they Shawshank Redemption was... The Green Mile is still my Frank Darabont Stephen King film. There's yeah. something about that movie that it's like Annihilation. I will watch it till the day I die. There is just an iconicness and a beauty to it. This is going to sound like a jab, but it's not. They're like the best Lifetime movies or something yeah. because they are so ridiculously feel good. Yeah. Yeah. You walk away from those movies with a, a heart twice your size, you know? Yeah. And so I just That's really what they is. Done You're the Jim Grinch. Grinch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you should just watch the Green Mile. I need to. You would convince him because you'd be like, uh, "He's green. It's green, it's like you." Exactly. Huh? <laughs> green Mile. So I mean, just same thing. We yeah. we watched so many beautiful, amazing movies this year. It's uh, it's been quite a quite a ride, and it was difficult to come up with these come up with these lists, you know, because there's even more. I wish I could I could put on it. Yeah. So. Um, who wants to go first for uh, their gold comic watchy? Gold comic watchy? If it's okay, even though I just got yeah, talked go a ahead. bunch, I'm going to go ahead and go first. And it's because I think it's hilarious that your first honorable mention is my number one, which is Sex Criminals. Yo, oh, okay. Damn. Dude, holy shit. If there's any book I could just shove into any age-appropriate person's face, <laughs> <laughs> it would be Sex Criminals. Chip Zdarsky and Matt Fraction decided to fucking not only write and such an amazing comic book and realized that what they were doing was amazing and they had the chance to build so much on it but somehow be like the most brilliantly inclusive and yeah. ingenious writers when it mm. came to like even when they hit snags and didn't know what to do they're like let's just break the fourth wall and fuck around yeah i mean there's just so many choices they made in the writing of sex criminals that i don't think anybody will ever do quite like that ever again it is such a beautiful in my opinion, the masterpiece of a story in a way, because even when it fumbles, it in, it it picks the ball up and it's like, we did that on purpose. That was an intentional fumble. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. It was a funny thing, right? And so I really was just so blown away 
buy that book. I got it for my sister for Christmas. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like something that I will probably come back to at some point again. Yeah, uh, when it has been a little while though, because it is quite Still the read. Fresh. Yeah, it is, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it's it's um our boy Chip, man. Yeah, I kind of wish we had experienced that book while it was coming out because mm. it felt like something that was a monument every time it came out. I remember seeing all the um, adoration uh-huh. um, on Tumblr. You know, people being like, I finally got the copy of, you know, this new copy of Sex Criminal or whatever. And it just, it it felt like I was missing out. But at the same time, I that was like around the time where I was like, you know, indie comics I can trade weight on. And I, I'm kind of bummed in retrospect that we took this long mm-hmm. to finally read Sex Criminals. Um, but I agree with you. It is a masterpiece in a lot of ways. It just, it didn't fit on my list for no, some reason. You're good, man. We're all different. I'm glad that we didn't totally line up yeah. in our top scores because I was starting to get worried about that yeah. with our fucking silver watches perfectly lined up. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, boys, what do we got? You want me to go next? Yeah. Yeah, you can go next. Okay. My gold comic watchy was and is All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison. Oh, oh okay. Big surprise. Quietly. Do the long distance clap. The <laughs> the long distance clap. <laughs> he, he's clapping over in China. Yeah, <laughs> he's going the distance. Yeah. Um, no, it, this book I feel like is ever present mm-hmm, and important mm-hmm. and just it's almost like Darabont's films. It's wholesome and just full of meaning and life and beauty and. There isn't a lot of modern comic books that hold that kind of idea I- anymore. You know, everything is always like, how can we break Moon Knight again? How can we oh, yeah. bend Batman in a new way? How can we, you know, do something mm-hmm. new with this character? And All-Star Superman is like, no, how can we make people realize Superman is as ever-present and important now again? You know, and... um to see it come from someone who doesn't think in the same linear way like Grant Morrison does um, was just so refreshing and exciting. And even, um, I think it's the book is like 15 years old at this point. Mm-hmm. Even today, being able to experience it now for this podcast, um, it's still so important and beautiful to me. And I, I it made me love Spy- Superman. I already love Spider-Man, but it made me love Superman even more than I could have ever thought I could, you know? And so um, that's why it's my number one. That's why it's my gold watching. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I like that a lot. Yeah. You want to go? You want to? go with your gold because i can't even imagine what your gold watching let's go for gold paul damien what is um, it i don't like anything i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so this one was actually kind of tough for me um there was two comics that were really like i guess head to head yeah for number one spot um but even right now i'm kind of like oh i kind of want to lean the other way right now um Uh, loki you can give it to two comics okay then well i will give it to Afterlift. Um, so wow. Afterlift, I I just loved that story. That was that a little story. surprise for the <laughs> both of us. I was like, <laughs> um, but I, I was going to give it to Stillwater. Okay. Um, Stillwater is a really cool contained story. Talk about a Chip you Zdorowski know? fan over here. Yeah, <laughs> but, but Afterlift, more than anything, it's, it's really cool. It's somebody that 
is a is a hero without being a superhero. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's a it's about somebody who literally gives up their own life to save somebody they know nothing about. Yeah, and that's... it's a beautiful story. And you, there's just it. There's something about it that just can't be replicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. And stuff like Stillwater and these other comics, they can be told time and time again. But this is kind of like uh, almost an instant classic for me. So, wow. And so beautifully contained. You know exactly. what I mean? It's like it's like in a jar of itself. Like that, Stillwater, you know? we're not mm-hmm. done experiencing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm I. I'm almost honored on Chip's behalf that you chose Afterlife. Like yeah. I, I'm so excited to have also been the one that it would expose you to this kind of stuff because yeah. I've always been such a big Chip head. That's how I felt about Snatch. Chip head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I brought up Snatch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I agree. Afterlift is something completely special mm-hmm. and different, mm-hmm. and and you wouldn't really recognize that from the cover, from the tagline, or even from the first like. 20 pages you know um and i agree with you it it is a beautiful it's almost like superman without having the you know 80 90 years of mythos with it right. you know where it's just something pure and heavy and about life and uh you know just ever present right here you know and it's it's so beautiful because the book is essentially about faith and belief and it's about somebody who doesn't have any faith or belief mm-hmm. system set up, you know? Yeah. So it, there's just so many aspects to it that I just enjoy. It's yeah. interesting. It's so stooped in religion and yet doesn't focus on religion throughout mm-hmm. its entire story, which is kind of incredible, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's one of those things that I talked about it on the episode. It's a hard story to pitch to people like when you're like this is what i'm reading right now people are like what the fuck but it just shows the level of writing intelligence and the fact that he can build such a gorgeous idea from such a simple idea of like it's an uber but when you die yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) yep Uh, um damn that's so dope i love I love how our lists are completely different. This yeah. is so cool. Except for Kenny's. Well, yeah, no, you're all pretty similar. Yeah. Um, let's do gold. All right, time let's, for gold movies. Let's go for gold. Um, uh, I want to go first. Okay. okay. Um, and my number one movie this year is the movie that I um, I just love. You know, it's it's the movie that I hold dearest to me, and I'm completely biased with this movie. Event Horizon. Uh, it's the thing. Oh, I should have known. It's the thing. I should have known. Yep. Yeah, we should have so, known. The thing is my favorite, not just because of the story that it's telling, um, you know, the sci-fi horror story, mm-hmm. but because of its use of practical effects, yeah. which I will drive home every single day <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Um, they, they do so much and they just truly cared about what they were making. And that's what I love so much about the movie because there's a lot of other films that obviously they care about um, a lot, but... They don't show it enough. And for me, it's all about what you show. Yeah. Um, Shawshank Redemption, like I was saying before, is clearly the better movie. But there's nothing other than the acting in the movie that could tell me that there was more care. in the, You know what I mean? I, I in completely the movie. care. What, I, or, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I care. The dude. care behind the camera is <laughs> yeah, what you're exactly. talking about. Yeah. And in the thing, you can see it because there's so many obstacles that they have to cross to make this kind of film in that time of day. Um, so that, so yeah. the fact that they're able to give you such a finished product, that's that's why it's my number one. No, I that's 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 brilliant. Yeah, I, I agree. The thing is incredible and phenomenal, and I feel like should be hooted and hollered about more, especially mm-hmm. around in like you know, there's there's 
like kind of two different types of cinephiles yeah. ones that would lean towards shawshank and then ones that are like like that where they're like look at this incredible thing that they were able to pull off regardless of the acting regardless yeah. not the that, production quality exactly. but this, yeah not that the thing has poor <laughs> acting because everyone's pretty believable in that movie mm-hmm. um it's just it's it's a different tone it's, yeah, it's like fuck kurt russell for a minute look at the set design you know yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah and so i i agree the thing is um a phenomenon to have been pulled off in the time that it came out and and look and as be as cherished as it is today, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Do you want me to do my gold? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> is it Annihilation? It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that was my one guess. It's the you... Green Mile. Oh, okay. Oh. The Green Mile <laughs> fucking blew and destroyed mm-hmm. me. It blew my mind and destroyed me at the same time. And this was the movie that literally I had to pause multiple times to cheer. <laughs> to like pump my fists and throw and throw them up at God and try to punch him out of the sky because it this movie literally shook me around the whole room because mm-hmm. like on the surface it's like oh Tom Hanks doing Forrest Gump again but you know and, but he's a prison guard yeah. <laughs> exactly and it and you know I just there's you know uh, there's I can go on and on about this movie forever listen to our episode about it mm-hmm. this movie really did rock my world and um like the shawshank redemption they shawshank redemption lives with it in the number one spot in spirit because i i will always lump these two movies together forever 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 and it's because they're both like i said they're like uh it's like binging a really great Mm -hmm. show with before binging was a thing and is being even more perfectly confined and the economics of storytelling it's something like true detective where the seasons don't necessarily line up with each other but they are entities of the same right. being you know yeah. they definitely belong together yeah. i agree or yeah for sure i just it this movie really did blow my mind and um i'm gonna love it forever it literally fell into my top 10 of just my personal top movies. 10 movies yeah. and i was just watching it for this podcast you know and i don't know it's that's just, what happened it's, with shawshank for me and it's yeah. funny you say that because that's what happened with my number one as well do you want to take a guess at what my number one is? i can't even fucking imagine that's hilarious because it was also your very first honorable mention oh the deer hunter oh was my man. definitely my one for this okay. year and yeah. so same thing is something you weren't unfortunately around right. for just yet but i definitely recommend giving the chance if you're willing to because it literally in my opinion, it shows why actors like Robert De Niro, Meryl Streep, and uh, Christopher Walken are still making movies to this day. Yeah. Because that movie is amazing and iconic and literally, uh, like, I mean, they all already and had careers before at them. At the same time, it's yeah. so iconic, but not one of the ones that people shout out first. Well, I don't think but... I've ever even heard about it um, until, like, going through the episodes and seeing it on your episodes. And yeah. so, um, you know, to you'll hear me talk about it constantly through our episodes. One thing that is a running theme that will always get my ass is like brotherly love and like bonds between friends. And that movie did it so good that it's like by the end of it, you're, you're heartbroken for these characters, you know? And yeah. so it, it just will, it, it landed in my top 10, you know, the moment we watched it and I'm going to love it forever. And same thing. I feel like it's one of those movies. I just want to sit and watch it with you bros, you know, and just <laughs> yeah. be able to laugh at the fun parts and cry at the sad parts together you know and it's it's something that will forever be uh in my heart our number one so our number ones are almost like movies we showed each other yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of cool uh yeah the deer hunter is fucking phenomenal it's um it's kind of what i think popularized the idea of russian roulette Mm -hmm. in media and it's 
it's iconic without being loud and iconic. And you're right. It it is like a a brotherly love that gets demolished and disrupted in this movie that takes place over years and years. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's one of the first American films to paint the Vietnam war in as something ugly. Yeah. yeah, Something more realistic and grounded to what you would think of an American war would be, which would be typically heroic, especially in, you know, pre, you know, seventies. Yeah. You know, Hollywood Uh, cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, the deer hunter is a fucking phenomenal film and I'm so happy to see that it's on your fucking gold watching. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Y'all picked the brothers of movies and I got my own, you know, (laughs) eighties movie. Oh, you did the thing. What am I talking about? Yeah. Shawshank was your, let's let's go over our top threes just so the listener at home can kind of hear it back again. Kenny, go first with your top three comics in reverse order. You got it. So my number three was Little Bird, and then number two being Akira, and my number one going to Chip and Matt from Chip Zdarsky, Matt Fraction, Sex Criminals. <laughs> Paul Damon, you go. Well, my number three was Ice Cream Man. Um, number two, Once in Future, and then my number one spot was uh, earlier. I said Tide between Afterlift and Stillwater, but I'm, I gave it to Afterlift. Yeah. Afterlift gets the gold watchy. Wonderful. That's awesome. Uh, my top three were The Ballad of Beta Ray Bill, um, Akira, and All-Star Superman. Okay, let's do movies. I'll go ahead and go first. My top three were Knives Out, Memories of Murder, and The Green Mile. Fuck. Like, even saying them out loud, I'm like, yeah, I fucking what love a, that what shit. What a great group of movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, back to me. Yeah. <laughs> my movies, uh, Memories of Murder. Shawshank Redemption, and then my number one, of course, The Thing. Yeah. Dang. Fuck yeah. And then mine, third place going to Annihilation, second, Memories of Murder, and first, The Deer Hunter. So it looks like Memories of Murder was the best movie, considering it made it into all of our slots. Exactly. So (laughs) now I've created some uh, spreadsheets, and I was able to find out uh, the Watchers overall, like, top 10 movies. I was able to categorize all of them like rank them all right. all the way down dune did not qualify because you and i did not give it a grade and i i didn't think it was fair to do it off of one grade and on top of that paul damon you graded it out of 2.5 yeah, yeah i so gave it a, a 2.5 but arguably it should be lower than that <laughs> like in all honesty and i'm not trying to rag Dog a movie on it, yeah. but like it should be lower because it's it's half a film i agree Shit. Oh, what happened? No, nothing. I just realized I didn't put down my original scores for the ones that I changed. So oh, yeah, I just that, want that information to I made sure to do what that I'm changing too. from yeah. to what I'm changing it to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, if you want to go look that up real quick, that's fine. It might be right behind you. Do a pen. Oh, it could be right behind you if you want to scroll through. Yeah, the pen is... Where is my pen? Oh, fuck. It's... I I'm not trying to be a, a pen in the ass. <laughs> it's underneath. Okay, yeah. It was underneath that envelope right there. A pen in the ass. God damn it. All right. You want to get this Get this uh, cold churning? Yeah. So get I want to do. Explain to the audience what we're doing. So, yeah. well, before we change our ratings, I want to go with what we had. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Previously. Right. So our overall ratings. Do you want me to start from 10 and go backwards? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm going to do it with the movies that there were three people. Us three were here to rate in order. All right, so let me see uh, if that's the case. Starting from 10. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So number 10, 
goes to the sixth sense. Ooh, okay. Can you believe that? Interesting. Okay, number... We did all love that movie. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it made number, the list. Number nine goes to There Will Be Blood. Oh, hey. Oh. hey. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm kind of surprised I made the list. I'm glad I did. (laughs) Number nine is also tied with number eight, so they're both number nine, I guess. Um, And that is nobody. Uh Oh, okay. Okay. Wow, right? I'm I'm kind of interested by the lower half of this list a little bit. Yeah, I'm just surprised that those two movies we put on the same part collectively. Yeah, exactly. Um, Number eight, or no? I guess number seven would go to misery. Okay. I thought that might be higher. Yeah. Number six goes to Inside Lewin Davis. Okay. Number four or five goes to The Thing. That that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all rated it pretty high in the end. Number four, just outside of our top three, Memories of Murder. What wow. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's a surprise. Yes, <laughs> but that's kind of hilarious. Number three goes to Knives Out. Which did get a bunch of high ratings. Yep, and then our top two, number two goes to Shawshank, number one goes to the Green, Green Mile. Mile. That makes sense. It yeah. really does. Yeah. It makes sense that those two are kind of at the top because as far as like uh, overall, in our opinion of them, they were some of the highest, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as far as Hands like down. not only us loving them, but the ability for the entire fucking world to already love them or be able to love it Yeah, moving forward. Just right outside of our top 10 um, falls Sound of Metal at 11. Snatch at 12, Stand By Me at 13, Attack the Block at 14, and Let the Right One In at 15. Mm. I mean, it's a nice little mix of like the horror movies we did and the, some of the more right. iconic ones, which yeah. is kind of cool. Um, previous to Paul Damien being on the podcast, um, Annihilation and Deer Hunter would have technically been the fourth and, oh no, the third and fourth spot. And we tied at 90. 90%. That's crazy. Um, Good movies. Yeah. So now let's do our individuals. Um, These are, I went in and found all of the movies that we gave four or more to, Uh and I ranked them in how high they were. We rated each of them. Okay. I'm going to go with mine first with a total of 13 scores from backwards. um, Tied. All all four of these movies are Demon Slayer the Mugen Train, The Suicide Squad, Perfect Blue, and Misery. I each gave a four. One of those movies are in my... Changing. Yeah. yeah. I'm changing one of those scores. Okay. Um, Tied at (laughs) 4.2 is Inside Lewin Davis and The Thing. Uh, 4.4 I gave The Sixth Sense... 4.5 4.5 and uh, oh, I gave it to Annihilation and the Deer Hunter. 4.6 I gave to Knives Out and M- Memories of Murder. 4.7 The Shawshank Redemption and 4.8 my highest score to the Green Mile. All right, Kenny, your turn. You gave uh, fours or more to 22 films. Damn. You tied with 14. 14 movies. 4.0. 4.0. It's my go-to number, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it to Demon Slayer, Tenant, Nobody, Rango, Inside Lewin Davis, The Green Knight, Snatch, Let the Right One In, Perfect Blue, Paprika, The Sixth Sense, The Thing, Misery, and Stand By Me. I gave Demon Slayer a 4.8. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. The only reason I know that is because it's one of the ones I'm changing. Wow. Yeah, so that's the only reason I was like, oh, Demon Slayer. I yeah. must have uh, fudged that one up. Yeah, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, 4.2 you gave to Sound of Metal. You gave two movies, 4.4, Knives Out and Memories of Murder. Okay. You gave three movies, 4.5, Annihilation, The Deer Hunter, and Shawshank Redemption. 
you gave There Will Be Blood a 4.6 and then The Green Mile a 4.8. All right, Paul Damien, yours. You gave 4.0 or higher to 10 films. You had the okay. smallest collection of films. <laughs> and you gave four to Event Horizon and Attack the Block. They were tied to you. Um, 4.2 you gave to Inside Lewin Davis. 4.3 you tied with four movies. And you gave it to Nobody, Knives Out, Memories of Murder, and Misery. Mm-hmm. We we really loved Nobody at the mm-hmm. time. I, and not going to lie, if I were to rewatch it, I'd probably love it again. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love it just as much. Uh, 4.7 you gave to The Great Mile, 4.8 to The Thing, and 4.9, the highest score anyone's given any of these movies in our podcast, uh, Shawshank Redemption from Paul Damien. <laughs> and are we going to jump right into the rating changes? Let's do rating changes. Does somebody want to go first, or can I go first? Go you can go first, since you okay. only have a couple, right? So I actually just changed it. I have three now. Okay. Um, just because of this talk made me give a little more appreciation. Okay. Um, but I'm going to start with the bad news. Okay. Um, so this is my overall worst movie okay. um, that, I, that we've watched this year, and that's Shang-Chi. <laughs> and that's ha- that has more to do with the rewatch yeah. than the original Did watching. You, were you able to get through it? So, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, the, but let me tell you, the only reason I was able to get through it is because Amber's dad was in town, and he was also watching it, and he had like gotten bored of it and stopped watching it at the same time I had stopped watching it, the same like, time oh, stamp. Okay. So when he started picking it up again, I was just like, I'll just watch it with him. You yeah. Know? And, oh, my God. So when I, we've, since then we've watched Eternals. Yeah. And Eternals had roughly the same budget as Shang-Chi. I don't know if y'all know that, which is around 200 million fucking dollars. Wow. And if you're spending that much money, I don't want to see a green screen behind you. I don't want to see it. Yeah. And so because of that, because of the movie being even more corny for me the second time watching it, I'm changing my 2.5 to a 2. Wow. Like, legitimately, wow. it made me that upset. Fuck, fuck <laughs> I, I can't get over it. And it has nothing to do with Shang-Chi, more just the production of the movie. Oh, I should you know, know um, any changes that we make uh, from this point on and all the already existing scores are permanent. We can't change them at our end-of-year review next, next year. year. <laughs> no, that's that's perfectly fine. Okay. That's how I want... That's that's a, actually one of the reasons for some of my changes. Okay. Um, we're actually for all of my changes. I do want Shang-Chi to be at the bottom of the barrel <laughs> because because it really rubbed me a wrong way. Um, out of all the movies we watched, just the, the lack of care. Yeah. You know, we talked about the thing. Yeah. You know, and that's that. We'll get to that in a moment. But Memories of Murder is my second movie that I'm changing. So I'm going from a 4.3 to a 4.5. Wow. Because I want it to Bumping be it in, up. A, yeah, in a higher spot. In my, I guess, my list yeah. of movies that we've watched. Um, oh, then, I, I want to say real yeah. quick to you: if you were to go back and rewatch any of the movies that you weren't on for, you could stuff in your rating later on a different okay. episode if you want. Like uh, on our next episode, if you watch Dear one of them, I'm, I'm just going to have a list. Of, I'm just going to have all the movies. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> which I think there was just a few, right? You had just started doing the movies. Yeah, when I had pretty d- much we've done, done like. Five maybe before yeah, you got on. Fair enough. Um, so, and then the last movie on my list that I'm changing is The Thing. So I want my I want The Thing to be my number one spot. Oh, so permanent. I'm changing it from a four point eight to a five because wow. that is Holy my shit. favorite movie that we watched this year. Yeah. It's my number one spot. Um, so, so that's we, your benchmark. That it doesn't get better than that. Exactly. Well, I mean, 
Technically, it does. <laughs> um, like we talked but about this personally. earlier. Yeah, we talked about it earlier with Shawshank Redemption. Mm -hmm. But when I made Shawshank Redemption a 4.9, I didn't make it a 5 because I knew at the end of the year review, I was going to change the thing to a 5 because wow. I want that to be my number one. Okay. Um, so I'm biased yeah. and I have a thing for the thing. <laughs> so Good joke. All right. Do you want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. My changes, my... Uh, I'm going to change Misery from a 4 to a 4.3. Nice. Okay. I, I looked back on it, and I was like, I kind of low-balled Misery a little bit. That movie is very fucking good. And hearing Paul Damien's explanation while editing that episode, I was like, yeah, you're right. It's all about just the relationship, the, the chemistry between these two characters. Mm -hmm. And that's more than anything what's most effectual about that movie. And I agree. It, Misery is a very great movie. So I'm moving... Misery from a four to four point three. Um, the other change I'm going to make, I'm going to make two more actually. Mm -hmm. um, Train. I that was our maybe second movie yeah. we watched. We were pretty hot and yeah. heavy on that one. I'm changing it too. Yeah. And um, I was, I, I did really enjoy the time in the theater, but it was also my first time back in a theater in over a year plus. Right. And so uh, that kind of painted how I looked at the movie a little differently, and because thinking about it right now yeah sure i would like to rewatch that movie it does feel like maybe like two or three episodes because each kind of seven. Oh well they, they, they split, they split it, it into seven. seven episodes damn that's crazy to me i i would have <laughs> <laughs> yep it's um, seven but uh i'm moving it from a four to a 3.4 and i think that that's fair enough because i think a 3.5 is the median and um, it's just right underneath it for me personally. Gotcha. The last score I'm changing is In the Mouth of Madness. I kind of lowballed that movie too. I gave it a 3.2 originally. Looking back on it, that's a movie I can imagine revisiting time and time again. And it is kind of niche and that's kind of my style. And so right. I, I would like to kind of give it more credit. <laughs> give it more credit than it's due. And it is another John Carpenter with practical effects. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I'm give, I'm bumping it up from a 3.2 to a 3.8. Nice. So right under four. Well, a couple points under four, but still. Um, Kenny. Yeah. All right. Do well, your changes? since you did Demon Slayer, I'll start with that one, which I'm not dra dropping it down nearly as drastically as you did, um, but I gave it a 4.8, which was like one of the highest scores I gave anything. Gotcha. And yeah, and once again, it was like one of the first movies we did, so I think we were even still kind of gauging where our yeah. that scale was going to mm -hmm. go exactly. So I'm dropping it down to a 4.2, okay. which I still think it, okay. I still think it's a phenomenal movie. I had a perfectly enjoyable time because I didn't actually rewatch the movie. I watched that seven series. episode series, which you could argue six episodes are the actual movie oh, itself. because they have a bonus. Because the first episode is a little bit more initial story to it, and then there is additional uh, oh, stuff within, within that six episodes. Okay. There's a little bit okay. a little bit more. Um, so it's that, like that stuffing on a turkey. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I, I'm fine with them doing that, because if anybody ever wants to go watch that show as an entirety later on, they can actually just watch the show and not have to be like, okay, now I have to stop and watch a movie and then go back to show. You know what yeah, I mean? It right. can just be all show now, which is fine i think anyway, that's pretty good um and so the other one i'm lowering is actually the mist funny oh. enough and it's because mm. i gave it a 3.8 but then to go back and look at all my scores and see what else is in that kind of 3.8 realm i was like 
I don't know if that one really fits with all of those, so I'm just going to drop it down to a 3.5, which is okay. still a okay. perfectly good score, but it yeah. just kind of puts it more where I actually felt about it, which was a perfectly good spooper movie that kind of leaves you, <laughs> you know, not wanting to be in a foggy environment, <laughs> but could have used a lot better acting and, you know, yeah. just some other things for sure. Um, but the last one is the one I'm going up, and that's the Unforgiven movies, oh. which I actually only gave a 3.6. And that was genuinely a surprise to me yeah. to now like sit back and look. And I'm like, I fucking loved both of those movies. Yeah. And so I'm moving them up to a 4.0 okay. is what it is. Got to get get another nice. 23rd one into that <laughs> slot, I guess. Um, and it's because that basically, to me, So both is, of them are bumping up. Yeah. Well, okay. no. Mist went down. No. Oh, I'm but saying... both Forgivens are going yeah. up. Okay. Yes. Because yeah. I feel like those they are two halves of the same coin that are so good in the exact so you forgave in different them. ways. Yeah, I forgave them. <laughs> um, but, you know, for me, a 4.0 is basically this is an A-class movie. This yeah, is a movie right. that hits that standard of, like, both being classic and and phenomenal to watch and never really hit any points that I was like, oh, that was that was just straight up bad, you know? Yeah. So that's it for me, boys. Awesome. So all my changes, two downs and an up, you know? Um, <laughs> if you guys can message me all of these changes, yeah. that way I can put them in the list later, mm-hmm. um, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, awesome. That it ends is. this fucking... Uh, uh, season. So, if anybody yeah. listening to this, if you're if you're gonna read or watch anything, just do our do what we gave our watchies to. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll, that's I'll put the it best the, of the best. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, what we gave each of our watchies to. Um, I'll put like a big spoiler, like mm-hmm. don't read past this. Yeah. If, you know, if you're gonna <laughs> listen Experience. to the whole episode, watch Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another question I could ask is what are some things that you guys want to kind of try and do on this show? Like, um, for me, I want to kind of get into more Marvel and DC, but Mm -hmm. some of the choices I want to pick, you kind of have to know stuff that happens previously. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard for me to pick that stuff up previous, like the previous stuff up. So you guys have the full context to enjoy the next thing we're reading. So, um, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to gauge like, what do you guys feel like doing yeah. more? And so. I think we could do like context building in that situation where it's just simple as giving our, ourselves like a general synopsis of like, this is what's been going oh, on. This is where these idea. characters are. And now we can just pick up the story. You know, that's, that's perfectly idea. possible. Just give us, you know, uh, Star Wars credits. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah. In a galaxy far away, Daredevil yeah. <laughs> was fighting the Kingpin. You yeah. know what I mean? And then there we know. Eternals. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, yeah. The Eternals. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> they did it first. Yeah. That, that's what it's from, right? It's but, from the Eternals? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was the first in the Eternals. Yeah. Because they're, they're older than George. I'm down for it all. I definitely have some, you know, more indie comics that I'm wanting to get into. You know, Day Troopers, mm. something that yeah. I did read a while back that I would really love to get to experience alongside with you boys. And then I've got just a laundry list of movies that i want to throw at y'all so hopefully you haven't seen a bunch of them you know but uh i think no matter which directions we go uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun time you know? yeah i agree well as far as um comic books go uh as y'all can see my list was completely indie, indie. comics so yeah. i do like the idea of diving more into indie comics okay um as far as movies go I kind of want to lean more towards like gangster movies and stuff like oh. that. Maybe a few. Um, I've talked about it before, but I do want to do American Me and I do want to do we're doing um, Blood Squad. In, Blood Out. So <laughs> I would like to do that maybe sometime in March. It maybe we'll we'll um we'll look at stuff because okay because yeah. yeah we should only do movies that have gangster in the title so like American <laughs> Gangster Gangster Squad. You know? <laughs> no. That's a requirement. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, blood in, blood gangster. Yeah. yeah. Blood in, blood gangster. Okay, yeah. we'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Paul, Damien, and Kenny, thank you guys for doing this podcast with me. Hell yeah. Um, Ian, Ian and Paul, Damien, thank you guys for being here. Hey, Ian and Kenny, I just try my best. <laughs> so thank y'all for having me. And everyone listening, thank you for being here. This wraps up season one of Who Watches the Watchers. Uh, follow us on Instagram. That's going to be in the show notes below. Um, and rate and review us on iTunes. No, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, where, yeah. wherever you can make it happen, honestly. At yes, this point. yeah. Um, and share us with a friend. Yeah. If, if you know a friend that has seen the same movie that you have that you watched or listened to the episode about, um, share, share it around because um, I'm sure they'll get something out of this. Yeah, and I know some of you guys are really popular. So if you have two friends, show it to, <laughs> show it to both of them. I'm so happy I have two friends. Yeah. Uh, thank Pay you us guys, forward, guys for everything. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. So, well, I guess we'll maybe see you next year, you know, for season yeah. two. If not, uh, God damn it, I'm just kidding. We're going to be here, so fucking <laughs> be here with us. I might not. Alrighty, so we'll see y'all then. We will see y'all on another time. Bye, guys. Goodbye, guys. They're going to kill me. You're alarming.